on today's show, Canadian singer-songwriter Therese. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Sunday Night Army. I'm your host, Jacob, and today got another episode of the music series. So before we get to the music series, find me everywhere on every social media platform at the Sunday Night Army. And find me on every single podcast catcher, like, follow, subscribe. Just search for the Sunday Night Army or wherever you listen to podcasts and check me out there. So let's get to the show. So right now, joining me on the next episode of the music series, I have a special guest, singer-songwriter, Therese. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for joining me right here on the Sunday Night Army today to talk about your music and play some of your cool tracks. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Well, before we get to your awesome music, because I think we're going to play about two tracks today. Before we get to all that cool stuff, I want to know more about you. And my audience loves history, as they do. And I want to know how you got started uh, in the music business. Yeah, so I fell in love with music at a really young age. When I was about 10 years old, my older brother had a guitar. And I used to sneak into his room and play his guitar, which was a big no-no because it was a very (laughs) nice instrument. And I was 10 years old and I had no clue what I was doing. So my parents very kindly for Christmas got me my own guitar and I just started songwriting and singing all the time. And I I just fell in love with it. I I don't even know if I knew what I was doing, that I was actually writing songs. I think maybe just being a creative kid. And um from there, my parents, um, neither of them are in the music industry, so they did kind of all they could and, and got me playing at cafes and doing singing competitions and things like that. And it just kind of carried on through all those opportunities. I was able to network and start songwriting for other artists and start playing bigger gigs and things like that. And yeah, just kind of, it was like a natural evolution. So talking about that now, you, you, you write a lot and for other artists you just mentioned, and obviously you play, you sing. Which which side of the industry uh, do you gear yourself more? Because you do it all. But in, in the future, and now, what do you enjoy more? I know you love it all, but which part kind of draws you more? I think direction-wise, definitely going the artist route. I absolutely love to do every little bit that comes with being an artist, whether it's writing songs for yourself, obviously singing and recording the music. And I love the aesthetic side of, of being able to um, dream up these videos and photo shoots and things like that. But I think my favorite part of it is songwriting. I really just love, love, love to songwrite. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've just found this amazing um, path where I can do all the artist things, but also on the side, I can be writing for other artists across different genres. And I really love that mix, but definitely songwriting really has my heart. <laughs> well, let's talk about songwriting because it's one of my favorite things uh, to do. Now, with songwriting, where do you get your uh, creative juices flowing? What are your ideas for writing music? Definitely life experience is a really easy one, but once you've kind of used up a lot of your life experience (laughs) and you're kind of pulling from the same well, um, I think it's just being really open to 
looking for new forms of inspiration, whether you're watching a TV show and they have a cool line in there and you're like, that should be a song. <laughs> I feel that that really deep. And I don't know the ethical line on this, but sometimes eavesdropping, like if you're out in public and you hear something, someone say something to someone else, you can pull a line from there. Again, not sure where the ethical line is there. That's okay, um, as long as you're not using names. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, just being really open to um, understanding more about the human experience and pulling inspiration from just kind of everywhere. I know it sounds really broad, but <laughs> I try to just stay very open with it. Now, your sound, um, you, you've worked on your sound. What are, what are your influences for your own music, being an artist? What influences you to be who you are as an artist? Growing up, I was such a big Avril Lavigne fan. I mean, I still am. Just what an absolute rock star. I love how she pushed against kind of this bubblegum pop image mm -hmm. and really created her own lane. And that really inspires me. I also love Amy Winehouse. I feel like she was just such a, an incredible raw talent with both songwriting and obviously her vocals were absolutely insane. Um, and I pull a lot of inspiration from her. And I'm also a big Ariana Grande fan. I really, okay. yeah, what nice. I love about her is how she carries herself in the public eye and really lets her music speak for herself. So she is obviously such, um, she has so much attention around her. She could do however many interviews and, and still have interest about her. But over the past few years, I've really appreciated that she's steered away from that and just put whatever she needs to say in her music. Well, that, that definitely makes sense. Well, let's talk about your music. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about your first track. I'm going to play two tracks on the show today because uh, we just need to. We need to get it out there because both tracks are so different from each other. I want to start off with the track Easy, the acoustic okay. version of it. Um, tell me about it. Tell me uh, how you came up with it and the acoustic version itself. Tell me about the track. Yeah, I think I actually wrote that um, a year ago, I wrote it with just me and my guitar. Um, and I, I think it's a really sweet, lovely song. I pulled it from a conversation I was having with um, a couple that I really admired. And I was asking them how they were able to um, have such a successful relationship. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what they were saying is that it's just doing so much of the work yourself that by the time you find the right person, it's, it's, easy in some senses obviously relationships always have work but it's it's not this grind to try and love each other all the time it's more of a grind doing like getting through traumatic events and and things like that things that should be a grind but loving each other is just easy and I was like that's so lovely I really love that concept and that inspired one of the lines in the song um but if love's so easy how come I never knew um, and kind of pulling on my own experience there of just, you know, just when you're in a relationship and you're like, you're both kind of like, I don't really know why we're here anymore. And we're kind of pushing to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, just when you're young, I think getting a little bit used to that and thinking that's love when it's, it should be easy. Well, there you go. You know what? Uh, that sounds extremely relatable. Now, well, let's let's do this right now on the Sunday Night Army. Let's play "Easy" by Therese.
You really like I'm your favorite book. I kinda like that you know me good. Like everything I want and need, and all the space in between. You sing off key to my favorite song, but I kinda like that you sing along. You make me smile anyway. Even on my rainy days, we stay up all night smoking weed, getting high. We sit up all night talking till the sunrise. Dang. Oh, ain't this a life? They say love's supposed to be easier. The way I feel like when I'm with you, but if love's so easy, how come I never knew? To teach me that love ain't selfish and greed is sad, and I know that it makes so much sense. But on it though, I pick a fence. Took a while, now I don't know I see. But sometimes life gets messy, like my lipstick and bed sheets. But they say love's supposed to be easy. I feel like when I'm with you, but if love's so easy, how come I never knew? If love's so easy, I know I feel the way I do, but if love's so easy, then I think I'm in love with you. Feel the way I do for if love's so easy. If love's so easy. If love's so easy. I know why I feel the way I do. If love's so easy, then I think I'm in love with you. So there you go. That was easy from Therese. Hope you guys enjoyed that track. It'll be on the playlist. Um, really nice tune. But I want to know something because yeah, that's a, that's a really nice song. But you quoted you were quoted as saying something interesting about um, your e upcoming EP that we're going to talk mm -hmm. about in a second. You have a quote, and I, I want to get to it. It says, uh, "You promised your fans, your fan base." that there will be absolutely no love songs on the upcoming EP due out this spring. 
I don't know two things. One, why? And two, I want to know more about the EP itself. Yeah. So I'm sure people are like, what the heck? We just heard <laughs> easy. That's a love song. Right? What do you mean? Um, so that song is not going to be on the EP. Mm -hmm. It was just an acoustic song that we wanted to put out on Valentine's Day just to show a little bit of love, knowing I wasn't going to put a love song on the EP. So I wanted mm -hmm. to at least leave a love song somewhere for whoever <laughs> needs it. Um, but I decided that a love song didn't really fit in this body of work. Um, it didn't really fit into the area era of my life where I was writing this EP. And I didn't want to force a love song onto the EP just to have a love song on the EP. Um, I feel really confident in the body of work um, that it is. And I love a lot of the sassy and uh, darker tones that are in there. Mm -hmm. And it just, it didn't feel authentic to try and force a love song onto there. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, now it's coming out this spring. Is there a general theme for, and you know how many tracks will be on it? Yeah, so the EP is called Sad Girl Summer, and that is really the theme. It's um, that's a that's an awesome title, by the way. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's thanks. great. Love that. Um, yeah, so the summer kind of pulling on this more poppy sound um, that you hear in my other tracks, but the sad girl more so pulling on the deeper emotions. And I just, I mean, I love pop songs that have deep lyrics, but they sound happy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like those are really pieces where you can listen at different times and different moods and kind of get what you need out of that song mm -hmm. when you need it. Um, and so I'm a big fan of that. And so there's going to be a lot of that on the project of really just trying to pull two from um, one of the topics being uh, social media and mental health and how we put on such a mask. I mean, during COVID, literally, but right. <laughs> um, in social situations and on social media, we, we wear a mask and, and really show a highlight reel of our lives. Um, and that, again, being that poppy sound, but underneath, I mean, it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time. And that's where the, the darker lyrics and darker tones kind of come in. Mm -hmm. I, I like that it's all going to be extremely uh, relatable to uh, what's out there and what's happening out there with uh, Instagram, TikTok and all that other stuff and uh, yeah. what everybody else is into. Uh, so let's get into the next track for today. I want to know about because I've been listening to this one and it just makes your head bob to it. Now, Hot Mess is our next track. Yeah. Tell me about that one. So Hot Mess um, is the first single off of this EP. And I think you asked me how many tracks there were going to be on the EP yes. and I just totally <laughs> skipped over that question. <laughs> that's okay. Um, we're planning on seven tracks for the EP. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And so Hot Mess is the first single off of this project and it's kind of setting the tone a little bit for what this era um, in my musical journey is going to sound like. But um, this song was kind of a funny one because I kind of wrote it as a joke, poking fun at myself. Um, I had gone out on a date and left my, it was actually my wallet in the Uber and so the next morning I'm trying to get my wallet back in the, in the song, it sends, says I left my phone in the Uber, but it was actually my wallet. Um, and I was trying to hunt down this Uber driver to get my wallet back. And in the midst of that, I sat down and, and started just playing guitar and, and writing this song really just, like I said, to poke fun at myself. <laughs> and um, 
it ended up turning into kind of a bop, which I love. And it's, yeah. it's a bit of a, a celebration of just giving yourself grace on those days where, you know, you're a bit of a hot mess. It happens. It does happen. So you know what? Let, let's, let's have the audience hear it and enjoy your first single right here on the Sunday Night Army. Here is Therese with Hot Mess. Therese, we guys enjoyed that track. First single off the new EP. Listen to it, play it, add it to your playlists. So let's get into something other interesting because I know you write a, you wrote for a lot of different artists out there, a lot of big names, a lot of amazing artists. What's the most memorable thing that has come out of it for you? Because you've been on stage, you've done a lot of different things. That's such a great question. Um, 
I think I have a few. It's so hard to pick one. Um, oh, well, let's 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 do a top five. I'm, I'm good okay, with a top that. five. <laughs> um, the first thing that came to mind, mm-hmm. uh, just because you were talking about songwriting leading up, yes, is a bit of a funny story. So I wrote a song um, with this woman named Lynn Tassari that I used to write with all the time. Um, we wrote a lot for country mm-hmm. and we wrote this song together. I'm going to hold off on what the title is just till the end. <laughs> okay. And it ended up getting cut by a band here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we had a running joke between us that whatever song went to number one first that we had written together, would get a tattoo of it on our arm. Oh, and wow. this song went number one on some obscure like European um, radio chart. Mm-hmm. And the song was called Extra Dirty. <laughs> Do you like, have an extra dirty tattoo on you? No, I could not commit. I was like, my mom's going to kill me. Um, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't commit to that. So that was, the, that was definitely one fun highlight. Um, performing with Keith Urban was so amazing and so fun. Um, it's another one. Uh, I got to work with Nicole Arbor, who's a Canadian comedian, and mm-hmm. um, we did a cover online, and that's what a lot of people saw, and, and that was a highlight. I mean, I so enjoyed that, but I so much more enjoyed the conversation we had behind the scenes and her connecting me with a lot of music industry people and really helping me out in my career. That was amazing, especially to have um, a woman who's walked kind of where I've walked before and, mm-hmm. and blazed trails and helping me along that that journey and that pathway was really cool and really um sparked a a motivation and inspiration to do that for other women in the industry Mm -hmm. just leading by her example so that was amazing um i've been writing a lot of k-pop recently which has been so much fun Um, k-pop that's cool mm -hmm. Yeah, it has been so fun. It's so different uh, compared to any other genre Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's all hooks. It's just the strongest melody you can come up with over and over and over again. Um, Yeah, and it's fun. It's really light and bubbly um, and I really enjoy that. And I would say the last highlight um, is spending a lot of time in Nashville and really just meeting some of the most amazing humans who just happen to be incredibly talented um, and building just such a strong uh, support system and and friend group there. And again, most of them being just really awesome, amazingly talented women who just all support each other. That has definitely been one of the highlights of my career and really the highlights of my life is just having such great friends. That's awesome. That's a great top five. So, Besides this amazing EP that's coming out uh, later on the, uh, this spring, uh, what are your goals for this year? I know COVID's still around, but uh, what are the goals for this year uh, for the rest of 2021? Yeah, it's it, with COVID, it is a little bit tricky because so much of the music industry is, at least my experience, has been traveling quite a bit to play mm-hmm. shows and to do writing trips and things like that. So it's definitely a bit of an adjustment looking at what my goals are for this year. But releasing this EP is going to be a huge um, accomplishment for me because I've been working towards this for a really long time. Um, And kind of all the things that come with that is like looking at leveling up kind of every part of my career with this bigger project of 
I'm, I'm still an independent artist, so I don't have a label behind me and, mm-hmm. and looking at some opportunities around that. Um, and just overall, just getting to connect with my audience on a much deeper level and really um, let them into who I am as a person, because I can be a little bit mysterious on social media. Um, I just really <laughs> personally believe I'd rather put uh, my words in a song. I don't really have a lot to say in my captions. And um, and so I think I can come off as a little bit mysterious. And I think that this EP is an incredible introduction to uh, who I am and, and how I want people to see me. No, that, that is perfect lead up to uh, this last part here. So if my audience wanted to follow your uh, journey through the music industry and everything else, uh, where can they find you on your socials? And I know there's a website, uh, thetherese.com. Mm-hmm. But where else can they find you? Where they can, can they follow you and uh, listen to your music? I am on all the things. You can find me at Therese Music. Don't make it too hard on yourself. It's just <laughs> T-E-R-E-Z. If you're American and you're listening and you're like, what the heck is Z? Z? Then yeah. <laughs> Z. <laughs> Having spent so much time in the U.S., that's like the most instant way to pick me out as a Canadian um, is definitely saying Z. And I get asked all the time, they're like, Z-E-D? I'm like, <laughs> not quite. So close. Um <laughs> Also on TikTok, you can find me at the Therese Music, um, but I'm on all the things. So uh, Therese Music is really the easiest way to find me. Sometimes there's a the before, but most of the time you'll find me just looking up Therese Music. Perfect. And to make it even easier for everybody listening to the show today, of course, you can find Therese on all of my social media as I will be tagging her with this show that you're listening on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere the show is everywhere around the world. So you guys can grab that link and just click on everybody that I tagged in it and uh, you'll get right to her to listen to her tracks and to see everything else going on on her socials. So Therese, thank you so much for joining the Sunnet Army and talking to me about your music. Thank you so much for having me. I so enjoyed our chat and I really appreciate you letting me come on your platform.